it, it's just great to be able to see and, and to be in this different way. And, and that was one of the purposes of, of the renovations. You see, it's not about the building as such. It's about what we do with it. Whenever I go and visit Bill and Gwen, Gwen just lights up when she talks about so much of the work that happened from this church years ago. Working in the schools and, uh, and, the, and every boys and every girls rally and, um, and, and uh, often the, uh, the uh, m- no, many, many names are commonly talked about of people who did ministry and brought people to Christ from this building. And as we talk to so many of the people here, we would hear different stories about that. How awesome it is today to come here, sit in this new building and worship God. True? And for people to come back and who haven't been here for a long time and to come back and be part of the congregation and to stand and worship God. Here as part of the kingdom, as part of God's family, we stand in a building provided by him. Not to come and gaze at the building, but to come and gaze at the one who has been so generous to us. That's what it's all about. But today, I just do want to focus on a couple of things about the building. You know, it has been touched on the fact that much work happened before anything actually was touched on the building here. All the meetings, don't you just love meetings, Lee? <laughs> Lee lives his life in meetings. <laughs> there were so many meetings about what could be done, what were the possibilities, how might we go about it, what might, might the cost be in being responsible. And Brett spent many hours going and talking to this particular architect about those questions. What were the possibilities? And then some initial plans come back from him and and they were adjusted and and a few things were brought in uh, from ideas from other people. And then we had a set of plans. And in going forward, the engineer was then involved. And he came and he checked things out and he looked and some soil tests were taken. And so all of the various things, quite unlike this builder over here who seems to know a lot more about uh, electronic gadgets than he does about uh, building, was much more like Mike putting together, going through the right channels, making sure everything was done correctly. And in the end, this set of plans was produced, much more than this actually, this is just a a small set that I had in the office. There was a folder produced of these plans and Tony had them on the job every day with him. And often he was there looking at them, poring over certain areas to make sure what was done was according to the plan. But what if Tony had thought, well, surely we don't need to go down that depth for the foundation. 
If we just reduce that by just maybe, you know, 200 eight inches for most of you, 200, we could say this much concrete. And, and the amount of steel in it, surely that is just overkill. Up in here, see up in here, there's a beam that runs through there between that light over there and this one here. And it's this deep. It is enormous. You can feel quite safe there, June, sitting there. It's this deep and it's 20 mil, three quarters of an inch, thick in each part of it. And then there's another one. It travels from there right back to there, not quite so big because there's a massive steel post. And it wasn't Tony who got down under the church and dug the footings. It was his apprentice. (coughs) (coughs) And they dug these massive holes and they were filled with steel and concrete and the plates were set on top and then all of these posts were bolted to it. And then the diggers came and they dug down and they laid steel and the concrete went in. And the bricklayers came. Where's the bricklayer? He's here. Oh, he's cleaned up a bit. I didn't recognise him in those clothes. <laughs> and then there's no mortar sitting. And, and they came and they worked and they set it and then there's ties in between. And Tony made sure, he made sure everything was done according to the plans. Everything was sent. Down the road here, if for those who came in or come regularly, you'll see a building down the road here that's being built, Dale and Megan. They were hoping to be here today, but uh, other things happened. But once again, the same thing. All the work that he had to do before all of that timber work started and then he's got steel running through to make sure the structural steel holding everything up. Brett and Tracy. How much have you deviated from the plans just to save a few dollars, Brett? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that. Stuck to the plans. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we might start calling him, uh, you know. Uh <laughs> but it's so important. It's so important that we stick to the plans. A few years ago, a builder in my hometown in Ipswich in Queensland did a row of houses and as he got this one inspected he then took the steel out of the footings and put him in the next one and he filled in those footings and he laid the slab straight on the ground. Why did we see those houses on a current affair a few few years later? Who can tell me why we would have? That's exactly right. They were falling down around the people who lived in them. There were other houses in the same, similar area who were also starting to collapse because there were mine shafts underneath too close to the surface. Foundations are vitally and absolutely important. And the Bible actually has a lot to say about this. Matthew 7, and we're going to actually have more about Matthew 7 in a couple of weeks' time when Lee actually speaks to us from this very portion. But I'm just going to touch on it today. Therefore, 
Everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house on a rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, the the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundations in the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose and the winds blew and beat that house and what happened? Came down with a crash. In Isaiah... In 1 Corinthians and in 1 Peter, we find the reference to Jesus as the chief cornerstone. So what's a chief cornerstone? Years ago in uh, in ancient times, when they went to build a building, they chose a particular stone first of all, commonly a large stone, much larger than all the other stones that were used. And it was made true. And it was dug down into the ground to where they got solid ground. All the loose stuff was taken off the top and they dug down and they placed this big stone, this solid stone, this true stone, the stone without any defects in it so it couldn't crack. And it was placed down. So the levels were taken off that stone. All the lines were plumbed off that stone. It was the stone which set the course for the building program of the house and it was the stone that set the future for that house. The building program was set off the lines that were squarely drawn off it and the future was set by this stone being strong and perfect and set down into solid rock. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry. A few weeks ago, um, at, in Sydney, at the play Jesus Christ Superstar, the musical, there were a group of Christians standing outside and giving away little booklets and they said why not read the original script and these booklets were portions of this instruction guides for life scripts for life Why does God use building terms for our lives? Many people go about life with no structure. They don't even think about life. They just want to do what feels good at the time. We see the consequences for this in Melbourne on some Friday, Saturday and Sunday nights, don't we? Because people do, without thought, for the regard of anybody else, for regard of their own future and they just do whatever feels good and natural at the time. We also find people who 
go about their life and they set their foundations in all sorts of other things, some in sport. Well, the trouble with doing that is you feel great one week and pretty ordinary the next. Who'd want to be St Kilda today? A few sad looking people around the place actually. There's other people who work so hard in certain areas and they may get involved in the, uh, a particular organisation and they work so hard in that and they give everything to it. But then one day someone says something that's not very nice to them or there's some changes that need to be taken place and those people are devastated and from them on they can never have anything to do with that organisation again because all their identity has been placed in that and that's now been changed and who am I? But and what about marriages? We went to a beautiful wedding yesterday. It was good, wasn't it, Ken? It was a beautiful wedding. A couple of the bridesmaids are here this morning. Are they still awake? <laughs> Nearly. <laughs> it was a beautiful wedding. But you see this couple, James and Fiona, spent a long time making sure the foundations of their wedding were strong and true because Jesus is the centre of that marriage and yet we see so many people going into marriage and within a very short time they've separated for sometimes the flimsiest of reasons and the oaths that they placed meant nothing. Foundations, plumb lines, levels. God uses all of these to do with our lives. Jesus, the same yesterday, today, forever. True? The strong and sure foundation. Far better than the ones you laid, Tony. You see, if we have an earthquake, not saying that it will, this isn't a prophecy, that if we have an earthquake, I don't know what will happen to your footings. I genuinely don't. And whilst these steel beams in here are really good, I wonder what would happen if for some reason moisture started dripping on it from the condensation from those air conditioners and, it just, and we just didn't know about it in a few years' time. I'd move now. <laughs> Do you know, all of these things, whilst they're wonderful, they're good and they're correct. They're correct. They're not like Jesus. He was there from the beginning. Father, Son and Holy Spirit. The plans that were set in place from the very beginning before time are still true and correct today. And when God says that he is the true, Jesus is the true and strong foundation, nothing has changed in all of these years. And if God says you can place your string line and your plumb line and your levels against Jesus back then when Isaiah was on earth, you can still do it today. Because nothing has changed. 
We all know of the three little pigs. A children's story. But what an incredible picture of society where two-thirds of those piglets it was quick it was easy and look I'm already in cooking my bacon and eggs (laughs) while the other one was still toiling and making sure the foundations were correct the building was strong and sure but then when the weather where did the other two come? They ran for shelter because theirs had gone down and they had to come to the one that had spent the time, had made sure they'd done it right and they'd built. People take it easy to achieve goals, not wanting to do the hard yards, finding easier ways. You know, have you seen some of those new TV channels? You know, soon you won't have to get out of bed and everything will be done for you. Because, and the sheets will be changed automatically. The, isn't it interesting that every one of the gadgets they look to sell on those just make life just so simple, don't they, Elizabeth? None of them work past two weeks, but that's not the point. They seem to tell us that everything, you don't have to vacuum anymore, you just let this thing go and it runs around and does all the vacuuming for you, you know... And uh, there are so many gadgets now that supposedly make life so simple. As long as someone can set them up for you. Isn't that right, Lee? (laughs) Everyone's always looking for the easy way out, the easy way to do things. A building needs to be built properly but so do our lives. And I want to ask you this morning, what foundation have you got that you set your life on? Is it Jesus? And if it's not, I'm not quite sure how solid the foundation you've got. Because he's the only one I know that's strong, that's sure, that's square, that's true. He's the only one that has been so consistent throughout all of history. It's the only plans that have never changed. His plans, his prophecies, what he said always have come true and we know the ones that he's given for us in the future, they will come. So what today have you set your foundations on? And as you look around here today, just compare it to your own life. Whilst things may look pretty, we know the steel is in there. Whilst things may look good on the outside, we know those footings are correct and true. So as we look at ourselves, and we see the the finery we might have on. That's okay. But what's in here? Are the foundations 
that you build your life on, that you have set your future on, that your marriage is, is, is being built on, that your work structure and your ethics, your morals, your future, what is that built on today? Let me pray for us. Father, I do want to thank you for this building but it comes with a reminder to us today that for all that we do, we have to have strong and sure and true and level foundations and Jesus is the only one that we can build on. There is no other foundation like him. There is no other foundation with a history like his. There is no other foundation that comes with the surety of salvation like him. For Jesus is the one, as Tony told us this morning, who gave us this to remember him by, bread and wine. This picture of redemption, of salvation, of adoption, of sanctification, all of this given by the one who loves us and desires to have a relationship with us and live within us through the Holy Spirit. Father, today, I pray that as we examine our lives that we will come to an understanding that he is the only one that we can build our lives on. Father, in this building, I pray that your name will be glorified for many, many, many years to come. And I pray that the ministry that you bring forth from this building will glorify you and bring many more to know you as their Lord and Saviour. And I pray for the people who come and attend this congregation that all will be yielded to you and seek to bring glory to you in their lives not just on Sunday morning but every day of the week and 24 hours a day Father we lift you up today and give you the glory for all that has been done in Jesus name Amen